Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, see a Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are here, and we are all back uh, under another roof. Episode 91, as we're doing the countdown to episode 100. We're almost there. And uh, joining us today, because we got a lot to talk about, is we got a full panel here today. And uh, to the left of me is my wonderful wife, uh, the greatest catch lady sketch. What's going on, everybody? And returning here for a long time. Uh, he hasn't been here on the show for a, you know, it's, oh, it's been over a year and a half. Really? It's been a year and a half since this man been on the show. We're on episode 91. The last recorded episode I have him on is episode, I think, 17. <laughs> Sorry. This. Wow. But it's all good, though. Because, you know, the countdown. So, that is the overweight love in the house. Chumps. What's up, everybody? I know it's been a while. It's been a while. I know nobody heard me say that in a while. But you know it's good. It's it's good to be back. You know uh, it's good to be back in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I was in the shotgun seat for nerdgasm yesterday. I I know that felt like too much. So uh, but you know I'm back in driver's seat now. And uh, how we do it here on No Gimmick See, Before we get into anything, we gotta make sure we pay the bills. And that is make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, the production company we are a part of, where you guys can check out both sides and the Lulu and Pop show as well. Of course, you can check out all the great content we have on there, along with the Nerdgasm Talk podcast and the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast, and then my wife's podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and then Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues. All great content up on there. And I just found out something new today that uh, all the Stitcher episodes have loaded for Nerdgasm and No Gimmicks Needed. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Alright. Because Stitcher was giving us a problem for like months. And now all the shows have loaded on there. And I checked Turntables is all on there. Mm-hmm. So if you guys got Android, you guys can listen to us on Stitcher. If you guys got Apple, uh, you know, the iPhones, you guys can listen to us on, on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Speaker, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So we're on all them great things. No, no, we're not no, on SoundCloud. SoundCloud no more. That's right. We're not on SoundCloud no more because you're trying to get that Spotify deal. All right. Exactly. All right. I know. So th- that's where you come in at. Copyright free beats. Yes, sir. I can't be on Spotify. I'm going to have to just... Yeah, you had to give it left by the wayside, y'all. No, it's a, it's a, first of all, right, right now, Spotify, right now, we're focusing on consistency here. 
That's what we're focusing on right now. And um, one thing to talk about when it comes to consistency is uh, the sport of professional wrestling. Hmm. And then, of course, as the new year hit, we finally have got some news from Cody and the Young Bucks making a promotion of all elite pro wrestlers. AEW is going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And they had their press conferences, uh, con- uh, press conference walking distance from where SmackDown was held. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that didn't please the McMahons. Sure that was it didn't. You heard uh, anybody wearing AEW gear was not allowed at the WWE events. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. That... That is well. That's that. That's that Vince McMahon level petty. That's I feel uh, like that's petty, and it's low key. He don't want to admit that this might be a real threat. No, no, no. That is a bit. That's a real threat. You know, because uh, and uh, especially not only that. Of course, you got Cody there. We got the Young Bucks there, and people are trying to and Hangman Page is there now. So we're trying to figure out who else we're going to sign. But two big names that they have signed at AEW, which kind of hurts me, but I'm glad that they're there. Is Pac. Or Pack, I forgot how you call him. So, I think a- it's Pack. Yeah, A.K. Neville. And my second favorite wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho is over there. I'm like, you didn't just say one of my favorite wrestlers. He always just has second. to be the number one. Because I, Kurt Angle has to be first, okay? It's okay. always that way. Right. But Jericho knows I love him because it hurts me right now. You know, this hurt me to the point, I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to buy 2K20 right uh, next year or this no, year because Jericho is not going to be on I that mean, game. You, you better. He's not going to be on there. You better see who else is not going to be on there. You oh. never know yeah. who will leave. The way, yeah, yeah. the way this is going. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Bro, Just think no, about no. it. Oh, yes, Hogan came back. Hmm. Mm. And you, That's you my got pre-order so bonus. many people. <laughs> you got so many people who are upset at behind the scenes. Like, they just... They don't like their storylines, or they don't get enough TV time. Like, or they don't have a storyline. Period. Uh, yeah, me dropping left and right. This is a good but scary situation at the same time, because mm-hmm. this is about to really level the whole wrestling playing field right now. That's really so, great. um, I bought Chubbs on because I because Chubbs is the indie guy, mm-hmm. and I really want to get Chubbs's opinion. Uh, your thoughts on this new AEW wrestling? How far do you think it can go? And like, what television deal do you think they can land on? Because Jericho said he wouldn't sign if it wasn't like a, a legit TV deal. And they're, they're thinking about going back to Turner, which will really piss McMahon off. Uh, even HBO was in the mix. Okay, the documentary. That I mean, I could see with documentary, but they shouldn't be on there weekly because that's not a wide enough no, audience. No, no. Yeah, yeah. The basic cable. I see people putting out stories, and I'm like, I feel like these are plants of how they don't feel like they could have a good mainstream TV audience. I'm like, they have Jr. on commentary and Chris Jericho. I, I, now hold on. Jr. is doing commentary. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly, but however, wow. there have been a lot of people that have been upset with Jr., especially with his commentary in New Japan. For the past couple times, well, what's wrong with him? Uh, he he be getting the names wrong and the moves wrong. Sometimes he don't sound like he wanted to be there. Granted, he did just lose his wife a couple years ago too. He did lose his wife, and yeah. I think he was unhappy because apparently he couldn't renegotiate a contract with uh, New Japan because of his WWE contract. So his yeah. WWE contract must be done. Well, his, his WWE contract comes up, and it's, it's I think it's uh soon. It's, he's got a couple months on it this year. Mm. I mean, well, AD, I didn't know he was still on a contract. This is new to me. I, I mean, I just mm-hmm. saw that when I saw that he was supposedly going to AEW. But 
Chubbs, I, 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 want, I want to get your, your take on it because, you know, Cody and the Young Bucks finally got himself a promotion. This could be bigger than Ring of Honor, New Japan, well, I mean, especially on American soil. Yeah. So, how does that feel for you? So, what I pretty much think is, my honest opinion, people might not like me for this, it's not going to last too long. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Wow. They're putting too yeah, much money out too fast. Okay. Because they're trying to match WWE contracts. Don't get me wrong. The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is paying the people. Yeah. He's talking about budgeting. He is talk- He's putting a lot of money up too fast. And if they don't get the type of business they're expecting. Don't get me wrong. The first year, they're going to be selling out. They're going to be doing. The thing is, will they be able to keep it up? Well, That's I know the, the fir- first show's in Vegas in May, right? Mm-hmm. Double, double or nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, um, don't get me wrong, they signed a lot of indie talent. Mm-hmm. They got Billy Gunn as one of the producers. Mm-hmm. He did sign to I be a producer. Oh. Um, they do have Joey Janela coming, which is a big indie guy, the one that had that match with Hangman Page. Wait, um, you told him to win it all in? Mm-hmm. He signed. He okay. signed. Yeah, but he, he signed just he just got surgery done, so they're waiting for him to heal up. And also the other girl, Penelope. The one that did the big, the big spots on the oh, match. Oh, yeah, you got you, got you. I like her. A yeah. whole list of people they signed. Yeah. Uh-huh. They signed Britt, Britt Baker. Baker. Mm-hmm. They signed uh, Joey Janela. They signed Joey Ryan. Yeah. They signed Joey Ryan. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> people like him. People like him. I, 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 he's okay in the ring, but he's just. I'll get into Joy Ryan later, but we'll continue. <laughs> but so, don't get me wrong. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, the thing is, will they be able to last? That's the only thing. I, The first year, they're going to put all their money up. They're going to get it because it's something <coughs> different. They're going to they're gonna want to revive WCW again. They're going to mm. want that competition, and that's probably going to step WWE game up. Uh, yeah. uh, mm. AEW, a lot of people are leaving and going there after WrestleMania. Once their contract is done, there a lot of people are going to transfer over. Um, that's going to lead, you know, Shinsuke is probably going to sign with New Japan. Um, I don't think Shinsuke is leaving. You don't think so? I don't really? think Shinsuke is leaving. I don't think Shinsuke is leaving. Mm. Um, who else? I the like Revival. The Revival's going to AEW. The club uh, might go. The club might go. They're not, but they're coming up until September. Ooh. I mean, what I still can, that don't mean they, they can't wait For out until sure. September. They're yeah. not doing anything. Correct, but once again, a lot can happen from between now and September to see how the way the company is going. This is true. I want to see. I feel like some people might hold out and wait until the Fox deal. Because that's a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money coming that way. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. I forgot about the Fox deal. Yeah, uh, you got to think about that. Um, this is going to bring Ring of Honor down to number three. Who cool Ring of Honor is going to be because Where was it at before? Yeah, number two. Number two. was never number two. This last year. Here we go. This Here we go. Okay. This last year. This You're last. Trying to tell this, me this, TNA was better than Ring no, of Honor. No, no. Here we this, go. This oh, sorry, sorry. I apologize. I always count Ring of Honor, New Japan as one, so I count that as number three. Okay. Okay. Now, New Japan is better than Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I will give you Ring of Honor because I, you have taken me to the shows, have been better than Impact. Have been better than Impact. However. Impact does. What about huh? What about Lucha Underground? 
Yeah, uh, nah, I ain't playing over. That's not consistent though. Like it's a, it's a tape, it's a show that runs by seasons. We're talking about consistency. Weekly. I still rather well, see the this show that runs by seasons. I mean, hold even even still, Lucha Underground they uh, have and it ain't like the season twenty two episodes. They got a whole year of shows and they take their break. I mean, just like Rick Ronda, it's all it's all tape. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Then they have their Ultima Lucha WrestleMania. I think Which I gotta still see. I think maybe what he's saying is like, it's not like Ring of Honor where yeah they tape the episodes in bulk, but they're traveling uh-huh. and putting on shows. Yeah. Lucha, Lucha Underground is just we in this this specific place. We tape all the shows. It's a season, and then it's off, mm-hmm. and then that's that's, that's it. Yeah. And then the Probably wrestlers impact. disperse. If you were to ask huh. fifty people who are gonna who's gonna say Lucha Underground is. In the, one of the top two or three uh-huh. indie shows over Ring of Honor or TNA, not a lot. Don't get me wrong; you're gonna have the people. Don't get me wrong; I like, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's too Hispanic for Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's Telemundo at its finest. It's Telemundo Univision. I'm telling you, All man. But Ring of Honor is taking a big hit. Ring of Honor is taking a big hit. They did sign some good indie guys. The, 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 the reason why I didn't say Ring of Honor was so high is because Ring of Honor, in my opinion, took a hit when Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish left. That took a big hit. That was your championship rivalry right there. It was. Yeah. It was. And, and I was just like, damn, how are they going to... Uh, and then, then, then War Machine left. And then I was just like, damn, Ring of Honor, y'all just losing anybody. So, uh, I actually mm-hmm. am taking a hit, but... I don't know. I see WWE. I see more people leaving WWE and filtering over to AEW. Well, I was about to ask you your opinion about the promotion and how you feel about it. I'm not going to disagree that I don't think it's going to last long. Only because I do feel like they may run out of money to offer people because they may not be able to recoup it fast enough. Um, And they don't have a huge machine behind them like WWE does. Do I think it's going to be enough to give WWE run for their money? Sure. When you start getting people who can actually wrestle and the like with WWE fans who are tired of seeing the lackluster product that WWE's been putting out, you're going to have people who want to go to shows and who buy the pay-per-view and I mean, hell, a lot of people didn't think All In would do as well as it did. Mm-hmm. So, obviously there's a market obviously there's a market for uh this out there I'm just concerned that I mean wrestling is just like anything else people can be fleeting like the fans and they'll be with you one minute and then they'll turn on you the next minute and it's all dried up but I do think that in the meantime while it is up and running they're definitely probably going to uh, they're definitely probably going to have some folks jumping ship from WWE who aren't getting that much TV time or who aren't happy backstage because we've heard way too many stories and I think now they're just keeping them a little more quiet mm-hmm. about people who are just not happy there. And, you know, eventually, yeah, people will leave and they may move people up from NXT. But, I mean, you can't just keep giving people shitty product. Like, the whole... This this whole top of the year is going to be focused on Yoranda's yeah, brought like the big names, and yeah, we in WrestleMania season exactly. Uh-huh. And then right before, but then 
you don't get a break because then it starts all over and then you will be prepping for this Fox deal. Mm-hmm. So the people won't get shuffled around, but there's going to be a lot of people who still get left by the wayside because I'm sure they're going to want all their big stars or not all of them. Some of their big stars to go over to SmackDown, which is going to take even more away from the people who were getting their little bit of TV time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I mean, I can't say for sure who will leave besides like a few people who have already expressed that they're they're at the end of their rope. But I also I hope it makes it past like a couple years. Mm. I don't want it to like, you know, run out of steam in like 2020 and then now WWE can go back to doing shitty product this is the thing I experienced this a lot Um, the thing that I experienced a lot was a friend of mine who's a big WWE fan he always texts me or asks me who are these guys in NXT like anybody who gets called up from NXT to the main roster Mm -hmm. or they'll go right to the main roster from the indie promotions that shows a lot of people are just fixated in just WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE, no matter what, is it's overload. Like no, everybody knows WWE. Mm-hmm. So for them to compete, they will compete because it's. I think they're gonna compete because of the names, and you know it's different and the hot topic shirts and everything mm-hmm. like that. But the last thing, you know, well, what I think. <clears throat> It, what I think is, I want AEW to succeed. I do too. Because do. it's uh-huh. good, it's <clears throat> it's good for the wrestling business in general. Mm-hmm. However, I don't want them to con. Like my main focus wouldn't be to compete just yet, but my main focus would be I want to land TV deal, and then I want to land a good amount of stars that that we can make. And I don't want to be a WWE alternative because they can fall. Uh, through the cracks if they just focus on being a WWE alternative <clears throat> because that's what TNA did and when TNA had something good going on you know then it would try to become a WWE alternative it just failed Yeah. and then it, it, it ruined it's life after that <clears throat> them signing you know big names like Jericho and Neville or Pac or what he call himself now Hangman Page and Cody and the Young Bucks that's fine my my biggest worry is they land the TV. Like, I, me personally, you can saw like WCW Saturday night. They don't have to come on on Monday or nowhere near close to Raw SmackDown. They can come on on Saturday at six oh five, like WCW Saturday night was, and just be a, an, an alternative wrestling brand that you can get more eyes and attention on that. And I know a lot of people that's in WWE right now. They're probably going to leave and go over, you know, all in stuff like that. But I don't want it to just be another indie promotion because when you're in television they're like these big networks the indie stuff ain't gonna fly all the time like it would on you know independent circuits are they willing to compromise with that you know you yeah, can't they would have to clean up some of the moves right yeah they, they had to clean, clean up some of the moves because yeah, they want TV though. They're not yeah, gonna be on TV with some of the stuff they say and do, like they can't yeah. be cussing. Yeah, yeah. look at the Joey oh, Ryan heavy. character. How far can that, he that's why I said why even sign him because his character can't get over. Yes, I don't even know his damn name. King of Dong style. Know, all I know about him is that he's the penis guy. Yes, well, that's all you need to know. That's all he does. He, Joey Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. So <laughs> with him get like his character will never make it anywhere else. 
other than indie wrestling. Not even like Ring of Honor or TNA. Like talk about indie indie. Yeah, like, indie yeah, exactly. Because it's three hundred bucks, two hundred bucks a listen, night. Like, exactly. You're just gonna have to be in all the dark matches. He'll come on before the show, and that's it. Or he could just <laughs> or, or, or he could just reinvent his character. This is. I mean. I mean. Like do a atti- Freddie Murphy character. Fuck it. If it was Attitude Era, then he could have probably. Yeah. Like like Rico. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could do something else different, but you know that that kind of stuff. They're probably going to clean up. They they cannot have death matches <laughs> every single night. Like they can't do Pentagon Sammy Callahan type matches. Every you know night. when they stabbing picks inside their forehead and shit like that. They can't. Yeah, not on no TV deal. All over the place and shit. Exactly. Like they, you 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 really got to polish it up. And you sit there, you got to wonder like, are they willing to do that? Because. Once you go into the network of television, and once you start going into production and the money, you're in WWE territory, and you got to compete with that. Now, are the wrestlers going to be able to keep up with the stamina and the roster of that? Because, you know, indie guys like Ring of Honor, they film four episodes in one day, and they call it a day. And then they might do a house show here or there, but for them to keep up that tempo... Every well, week. Well, you probably have a lot of people. But I'm not worried about them killing the temple. Okay. I'm worried about them knowing where the hard camera is. No, seriously. <laughs> they don't know. Because. You see uh, it in uh, NXT. Yeah, a lot of those guys aren't TV ready. No, they're just going out yeah, there. And- having my, uh, shit, Roderick Strong was number one, I think of. So, I'm just like, you know, the people, when they are in NXT, a lot of people just think that, oh, we got these indie guys going to wrestle them, but when they're in NXT, they're teaching them promos, they're teaching them the art of acting, they're teaching them where the where the cameras is at, and, where, where, you know, where the place you're facing, you know, and, and get, so they can get different emotions and characteristics, and a lot of these guys, now, I'm not, of course, the Nevilles, the Chris Jerichos, the Hangman they're Pages, fine. they're fine. That's why certain people stay in NXT and certain people can go. Like, your AJ Styles is experienced enough that he could go straight to the main roster. But in Adam Cole, who may be just as skilled, Mm -hmm. does not have the WWE package. But look look at at EC3. EC3 got called up to the main roster before them because he has the WWE look. He has everything. He damn sure got the skill, but he got got the the character. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not. The, I'm not a big. EC. You know the EC3 guy. <clears throat> not at all. But not he is at the all. definition of a guy you want. Oh, on he TV. is for sure a Vince guy. So yeah, what? What? Yeah, he is. He's like he. He kind of gives me a opposite Apollo Cruz feeling. Like he has personality, but I don't really get excited from his in ring work. I mean, he about two shades lighter than Apollo That's, Cruz. No, no, no. He, I, I get what skills. he's saying. It's like. Apollo Cruz has the skill, uh-huh. no personality. But he ain't got no personality. Yeah. yeah, But with EC3, he has all the personality and the bare minimum skill. But the thing is, would you rather watch Apollo Cruz put on a great match every week and not on the mic, or would you rather have somebody that could talk and cover it up? That's exactly why EC3 is where he is, in, and that's why Vince yeah. pushes the guys that he does. Because well, I always thought at this point, it's more entertainment than sports. At this oh. point. But, but even if you if you look at because when, when when wrestlers on TV, what is the one thing? I, I'll start with you. You know, you know, Q. I, I've been leaving you on the background and stuff on the stuff that I go around. Mm-hmm. When, right. when we first started looking at professional wrestling, I started watching '92. Okay, what what was the thing that drew you guys in when you first started watching wrestling? So what 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 was the cue for you? Um, for me, it was it was it was like the personalities, like. Seeing Stone Cold, like like examples, like Stone Cold on the mic, mm-hmm. 
uh-huh. just saying whatever and just hearing the crowd react, you know, the crowd uh, participating. Something, something, something. What? Yeah, something, something, something. What? Like, that drew me in. Like, yo, what? Are, what is he talking about? And then he gives somebody the middle finger and a stunner. Did it? How about you guys? Was, mine was more of like the Macho Man and the Shawn Michaels, the charisma part. Yeah. It's just the costumes. What are they going to do next, you know? I wasn't really focused on the moves as much. It's more mm. of like, what are they gonna do? Like, how are they gonna act? Like things like that. Like personality mm. was it for me? Is it how, same thing? Pretty Next much case. the same thing. Um, but I mean, I do want to point out it's a little different now because the skills are there more than they were when I started watching back in like the Attitude Era. Yeah. So of course back then it was I watched to to see two guys go at it on the mic and then put on a decent match. So, I don't know if... But I feel like that's... But see, okay, well, it's like this. Like I said, I always talk about this. My, my first match I ever saw was Vader versus British Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Vader being one of my all-time favorites. And that man was literally a mastodon of a man. And I'm just like... And I'm just like, British Bulldog had them whole Rick James braids back then. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a... Why and, and I was just like... Man, how the hell is he going to do? And I, I just love the characters of it. But on that same show, you had two Cold Scorpio and Brian Pillman. Them, they got those guys are going to tear it down. But they never drew me in because of what they could do. Cause I got the character. Yeah, that was so, the only reason why I even bothered with two Cold. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, he can still dance. He, he can, no, remember, no, remember, he can still step. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he can still step. Please stop. Oh, I can still do it. Uh, uh, oh God! However, yeah, a little inside joke, but uh, it. Uh, so with all in, it's like you know you have the wrestling, mm-hmm. but do you have enough charisma and star power to help draw you as a cat? Look, Chris Jericho has reinvented himself in characters time and time again. Now this man comes out with the white face paint with the little uh, black lines going through his eyes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, look like a mime a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Jericho just right. trying to reinvent himself over and over again because of... Adjust to the time. Adjust to the time, stuff like that. that that's an interesting character. I'm like, oh, damn, I want to know what the hell, you know, is going on with Chris Jericho type, type thing. Cody Rhodes, I, I'm not even going to lie to you, Cody Rhodes of WWE was kind of like white meat to me. And it was just dry. But well, he took what they gave him and tried no, no. his best. Stardust, he took what Stardust. they did. And oh, get, no, 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 Stardust. I'm Eddie talking King about dashing. The, the, uh, dashing I, I didn't mind Rose. dashing too much. I kind of like the one where he wore the mask, though, the like Phantom of the Opera. Just like, uh. and then, and the, the, then you're talking about you talking about legacy, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, you know the, all those kind of things. But him coming back and you know uh, bleaching his hair and doing the actual Ring of Honor, I thought that was kind of I thought it was clever. And I'm like, okay, so he has really invented, uh, you know, I'm not the American dream. I'm the, you know, the, was it the American nightmare? American nightmare. I was like, I, I, I like this new reinvented, you know, kind of Cody Rose. You need them kind of personalities on there to, uh, you know, help sell <coughs> your show. Uh, well, go ahead. I'm going to yeah. finish, but I just want to say something. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think the rest is there, but I think also <clears throat> the fans that are probably going over there probably just want to see the wrestling. Mm-hmm. But going forward in the future. You're going to need something to also sell the show to a new audience. Because the same audience is going to be as small as all these other same indie audiences mm-hmm. and all these other same promotions like Impact and stuff like that that's there. Mm-hmm. My thing, too, is like YouTube. I mean, they do a lot on YouTube, but I don't think that's going to help them all the time. You said they're going to stream from YouTube, you said, or Twitch? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, I know when they do, like, just, like, regular, like, regular shit that's not... 
uh, completely wrestling related. Yeah. Like that whole uh, be, be the Elite show and all that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to, that, I don't think that'll help them every time now. I don't know if it will, but I mean, I enjoy watching Be the Elite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I but, like it. <clears throat> Cause, but you were going to say something, uh, Lady Sketch. I was going to say, I should hope maybe he took a page out of his dad's book because his dad is responsible for a lot of these kids. Yeah, but it all depends what page, though. <laughs> I mean, talking about it, early nineties. No, no I, I just mean the the part of we need someone here to mentor people and teach them how to be a well-rounded entertainer. I feel like this this promotion may be more so sport than entertainment. The as the opposite of WWE, and I should hope that their like you said their main. Focus is not competing with WWE at the moment, but trying to make themselves a well-rounded promotion so that they can, in the long run, compete with WWE. But I'm hoping that you're hiring your your Chris Jericho's not just to put on matches and things, so that he can be in the back mentoring um, the the guys who don't know so mm. much about where the camera is and how to work with your character and how to talk on the mic like and really like bring people in yeah because like they were saying before like him or not Roman Reigns was a a locker room leader Mm -hmm. these people don't go anywhere else it's like it's not like when you're in the indies and you're jumping from brand to brand to brand to brand if they're going to be exclusive AEW stars you need somebody back there that's going to be able to be the leader mm-hmm. and be like, all right, y'all. So this is, we starting out, this is small potatoes right now. But if we can get big enough and do X, Y, and Z, then we could really be on a much larger platform. So I'm hoping that, like, you don't have to have a, a designated NXT because that's not realistic. But you got to have something, somebody back there saying, look, this is not, this is not the Indies, okay? Mm. I can't have you, um, you know, trying to jump off the fucking scaffolding on the ceiling into the ring. Dude, you just killed Will Ospreay's job. <laughs> <laughs> Every match that we have, we can't do that because it's, it, you be, it becomes a liability now. And somebody, you could hurt yourself seriously on TV now. Uh. You can't be in here dropping F-bombs and calling people bitches. And you, you, you can't. Do that. You can't be out here hitting people with things that you know normally we wouldn't see. Like you see ladders, ladders, tables, uh-huh. tables, ladders, and chairs. Jesus Christ! But well, ain't no flamethrowers. You can't be yeah, <laughs> Like don't be coming out here with a blowtorch. Don't come out here talking about you. You about to hit somebody with a cast iron skillet. Like you just you you got to show. <laughs> so I don't. I, I mean I'm I'm hoping that they go in that direction because I feel like that will help a lot. That and just, you know, you guys to t- tell your big guys that you don't have to flip over the top rope. You know, it, you know what? It, it, it's just funny because whatever happened to a big man just being a big man, you know? Because even in <clears throat> even in the sport of basketball, mm-hmm. I'm like, my, why is my big man taking threes? Uh-huh. You know, what happened to being the... the yeah, the, the the post, the, you know, the the threatening presence in the paint. Whatever happened to that? Same thing, you know, with um, wrestling. Now I know people will disagree with me, but I think the most athletic big man of all time is Vader. That's just my opinion. 
I think between him and Bam Bam Bigelow, okay, I, was gonna say, yeah. I think him. Uh, they, they, what about uh, Kevin Owens? I mean, he's not really big. big no, no I'm talking about super heavyweights. New age, about to say the new age. We don't have that super many big, big. So, 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 now so, is Keith Lee. Well, the, Keith Lee don't count. Yeah. Keith Lee don't. But I say, but for like for now, they're not nearly as big oh, as yeah. your. Yoko's what about that? Vader, what about that big dude in the Indies who hit the dude with the moonsault? Oh, that, that don't count. I don't even know his name. That's you, you, 600 pounds. Yeah, no, that's stupid. That's all, that's that's all he got, though. That's, that's all he got. I mean, he, he hits Bro, it, but I it's stupid. Could, I wish y'all could see it right now. First of all, how do you get a headband on? Oh, you never but, seen it? No, what in the my 600 pound life is going on here? There's Imagine a, Yoko's doing a do in a moonsault. Oh, I'm disturbed. On a 130 that pound boy. Yeah. Is he dead? He got to hit three times with it. Did in the he have match. internal bleeding? I don't know, but he got paid but 50 see, bucks. That's stupid. <laughs> that is dumb. But see, but Vince McMahon never had Viscera doing no moonsault. When they got in there with Viscera and his Missy Elliott <laughs> trash bag, I'm saying, he, he was in <laughs> I, like, I just had a moment thinking like Viscera trying to do something real ass. Yeah, yeah. Like you said. It's just like this. Look, Vader at 300, close to 400 pounds, did a beautiful Vader salt. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you know, you had Hugh Morris doing low, no, no laughing man and all that stuff like that. But, however, Vader, even though he did his Vader song, my man did big man intimidating moves. Vader could do a lot because he was wrestling in New Japan. Mm-hmm. But, he, he, you know, he was a very stiff worker. And he, he, he was a big man that, you know, that had that, you know, that, that dominating presence. We don't have that anymore. You got Braun Strowman trying to do front drop kicks. Yeah, I'm like Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman doing, don't need to do that. He be doing the most, and I'm like, bro, he did drop kicks. He did the kip ups. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's, that it's, was the, the kick up was when I was just like, all right, y'all. Now, <laughs> wait a minute. Is it impressive <laughs> to see a man that size do that move? Absolutely. But see, once again, that's what takes it. Because the same thing, uh, Chubbs, I was telling you about Ring of Honor is there is no. Uh, uh, isolated moves anymore. Everybody does the same thing. Everybody does mm-hmm. the super kicks. And yeah, I'm sick of the super. I'm it's super like kicks. back in the day, the choke slam was a big man move, mm-hmm. and nobody else touched that. So when Kane, Undertaker, Big Show did the choke slam, you know that you're going up high because they're huge mm-hmm. and you're coming down hard. Big man, the power bomb was a big man move. Sid, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sid, Nash's, Scott Hall. No, those are your big, but that's the medium size, man. Batista. Uh, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> I hate him every time. Got to throw it in. You got to. You have to. My man went to the hood with purple and get robbed. Pink paint. And did not All get robbed. Is walked out super safe. Yeah. <laughs> you see, and that one little girl, she knew. She was like, I'm going to put my hand on his leg. He's my protection. Yes. So, uh, um... That was a big man move back in the day. And then, of course, you know, when you have your super kicks and stuff like that. First of all, I remember when a DDT took somebody out. The Jake Snake and... Yeah. Uh, you know, what happened? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, DDT it, was a finisher? Yes. What? You didn't oh know that? Oh, my God. Oh, I did not know that. that. Jake the Snake was the one that created the DDT. And, and that was, the fit, that was his finishing that. move. Because back in the 80s, nobody ever got dropped in their head like that. Oh, wow. Exactly. The Tombstone Pile Driver was a thing, but now everybody, you know, used to and move. Three, Okada's doing 360. But I, yeah. <laughs> but I think now that's why they're trying to bring back some more extreme things so that there's something outside the box. Like, they, I, I thought that they were going to take out the curb stomp completely, but you, you see, he's still doing the curb stomp now. I think they call it something different again. And then you saw Rey Mysterio and the, C.N. Almond. The Canadian Destroyer. The Canadian <laughs> Destroyer. It was beautiful. 
But everybody can't do that. Uh-huh. Um, like I was saying, when we were talking after we saw it, I think it only worked because, one, they probably practiced their ass off. And because C.N. Almas has somebody in the ring who speaks his native language and could give him the call. Yeah. And that is the lucha, like, that is the Mexican-style wrestling, is that flipping yeah. Yeah. and the things like that. Uh-huh. And Almas can adapt to every type of match, and so can Rey Mysterio. So it's yeah. like for so him it to speak in a native for tongue, them yeah. to, but everybody else shouldn't, we don't need everybody doing it. Well, you know, you also, <laughs> like, um, who also had a great match a while ago, like, if you speak in their native tongue, was um, Alberto Del Rio, and I think it was Kalisto. Or Sankara. This was years ago. Okay. Because they were able to actually talk to each other and get uh-huh. it. Yeah, He's able to adapt to the lucha style. That makes style a big difference on who you're able to work with. But the yeah, cause, because doing the same moves all the time now. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a Ring of Honor guy, but seeing everybody do the suicide dive over the top rope, everybody but hitting the super kick. I I'm done with the suicide dives now you know, because uh, like because now to the point I'm just like. People started scaring with because I used yeah. to be scared of suicide dives, but then I see Sasha winding up for it. I'm like, stop! I don't like- remember that. Were you there? You were there. Yeah, we, 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 we were all. When, when, when the foot got caught, I'm just like, and I'm like, everybody, but everybody can't do it. It should be re- things should be restricted to the people who this is their thing. Like I don't see nobody else attempting an 054. Okay, yeah. let Mustafa Ali do his thing. <laughs> And let mm. it ride. I don't need to see somebody come back and be like, oh, we want to see an old five. Nope. Or the, nope. Or the Ricochet 630. Exactly. Like, you know? don't, <laughs> nobody, and don't nobody else need to be trying to flip over the rope and land on their feet. Because when you break your legs, then what? First of all, can Ricochet just flip once? No. Because that all oh, he does that superstar no. press across the Bruh, ring. Yeah, <laughs> I really he's so light and aerodynamic. His body. How do you do a reverse six thirty <laughs> on top of off the cage? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he do a double moon sauce and shit. Like why? He just he's like I'm gonna just keep I'm gonna for keep that man going. to catch on his feet though, man. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Know? But like I don't want nobody else trying to do no dumb shit like that because well, not, it's not dumb shit. Mm. No. I don't want nobody else being dumb enough to do nothing like but that. But if you think about it, like look at the. Other big dudes like the ones that could get away with is the Keith Lees and the Chris Hero. Oh, sorry, Cash Zono, you know, but doing those things. Okay, but see, here's the thing I actually Cash was a heavyweight, not a super heavyweight. Okay, yeah, because he, he was just actually fat. Okay. Well, yeah, he just, he fat. just no, he just <laughs> remember in Ring of Honor, he was so bad, he just fat. And then Keith Lee, aka fat. as m- my wife called him, which he will now be called forever, Swole Theo. Bruh, listen to that man, listen man, to his t- promo from NXT, he sound just. Like See. Malcolm Jamal Warner, bro. Just like him. <laughs> it was wild. I was like, is Theo on here? What is... What's happening? And, and you know what? It, it, it's good to see... Limitless. It's, <laughs> it's good to see Keith Lee do the things that he does. Mm-hmm. But my issue is... <clears throat> he's doing everything that small guys do. And seeing a big guy do it is an attraction. Mm-hmm. But I want you to have some big guy moves. Because there's nothing wrong with and there were things Mark Henry could do, but Vince advised like, don't do that. It don't make sense for That's like um sorry to cut you off, yeah. like when Big Show was the giant in WCW when he used to do the drop kick off the, the missile drop yeah. why would you do the missile drop kick? <laughs> and that, that was stupid. Remember what Paul himself Big Show was doing podcasts? drop kicks? Yeah. Oh, Big Show was doing oh my drop God. kicks when he was a lot heavier off the top rope than yeah. WCW. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well Paul Hammond said, Well you got a guy intimidating like Mark Henry. And then you know Mark Harris after he's an Olympian. He could do uh, do a lot of things. My man could dunk. Okay? Yeah. My yeah, man is like three hundred forty pounds dunking. My man Who the fuck does that? He dunking, he he been in the 
pans and crushing apples and Stop I mean he just he just out of books and everything like is that but like I'm saying but Paul Hammond said if you establish a move that if Barkay was to put you in a headlock and it was to finish that and he would do that for about thirty weeks, you know, that would be one of the most devastating headlocks in professional wrestling. I think that's missing. And I think if a AEW can get you know back into some of that again, mm-hmm. I think that would be beneficial for a lot of things. And like I said, I would love to see AEW. They have a big man though. Huh? They don't have no they big have man. Not yet. There no, is the only man. big man. God, the biggest dude there is the one that wants to come over. Or I really don't care. Don't you start. Just say his name. It's Ryback. It's Ryback. Wait, wait, Ryback. That wasn't. That wasn't. I thought you was about to say uh, what's his name. Um, God, I forgot his name. Never mind. Brian, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. But see, I can he's see, not a super. but he's not, but I could see him there before I could see Rob back there. Lord Jesus. He is. First of all, I just see Brian Cage learn how to sell. That's all I need him to do. Because who, who doesn't sell? <laughs> who's a less seller? Him or um, Zack Sabre Jr.? I don't even think Zack Sabre Jr. is in the opponent. He just like wrestles by himself. No, because he, does, <laughs> but he takes a kick to the face. He's like, oh. Yeah, <clears throat> that's trash. <clears throat> See, that would be problematic if he can't sell. You can't be on TV and just be getting like the only y'all thing, be getting smacked with tables and ladders and shit. The only thing I excuse not selling is New Japan because they're but, on a different level. They're not on a. They, they, they can stay far away from me. They in their own that, stratosphere, bro. They damn sure is. Because it's like I feel bad for <clears> folks. <throat> I'm like, did they have a talk, especially with like Oscar and Shinsuke? Like, all right, look, we need you to pull it back a bit. You can't be really out here kicking people in their shins for real. If they will break. <laughs> this is not New Jersey. Oh, like, they'd be drawing, like... With their bare hands, they over there chopping at the vocal cords. And I'm just like... And you come, they come out the ring looking like tenderized meat. And who? Uh-uh. No. That's <laughs> just You know much. who has the, the biggest chops now is the guy Walter. Have you ever seen that? No, I've seen he's, um, I heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him. He's a WWD champion and a progress champion. He's a big dude, too. He's about 6'5", yeah. about 350. Mm. And the chops that he does, I'll show you a video. Like, it's just... Like, didn't he Didn't he wrestle... Uh, what's, the, what's the dude from Mustache Mountain? Trent Seven? Tyler, Tyler Bate. Oh, Tyler Bate. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, he wrestled a lot of them because he's the progress champion and they're still signed to them. But, yeah. No. I think they had a match recently, though. Yeah. On one of those outside promotions, mm-hmm. yeah. And he has, like, but they're, they're rumored that he's coming there now. I don't know. Backtracking a little bit to the big man thing, I really think when you said it's missing, I think now some of it is the WWE's fault because they've started to have your guys like your Braun Strowman yeah. do things that a big man normally wouldn't do and I feel like now everybody feels like they have to keep up like I feel like Keith Lee being in the Indies you out here with dudes your ricochets yeah. <laughs> like in 630s you feel like you gotta do something to keep up and if you can why not I got you because nobody's stop, nobody's there to say you know what maybe you should try just doing this because you already a big dude. They just like I gotta keep up with what everything else that's out here, or nobody's gonna be interested in coming to see me. I gotta get somebody to book me. But now this yeah. is his. But but now it's become his draw, and he can't really abandon yeah. it. Because what's gonna happen if with that WWE schedule and the way you're wrestling with that body type, you're gonna either have to do one or two things: change or lose weight. Did you see Kevin Owens? He started losing weight. He started to lose some weight. He started to lose some weight. Yeah, because it's like... I mean, 
I w- the one thing I do hope that AEW does, I know they eventually are going to have to compete with WWE, but I kind of hope that they take a different road because these are all indie guys who may have wrestled with larger promotions before, like your Cody Rhodes and your Chris Jericho's, who understand what that grueling schedule really does. The Billy Guns, mm. perfor- uh, who's a producer too. So because like... now they're talking about they might want to get him health care. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I'm hoping that if you take strides enough, like some- doing something like that, that you'll be like, you know what? We can offer y'all health care and we can offer you a shorter work year because are you have to do se- that series seasons, like Lucia Underground, where it's like, it's on and then it's off for good. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe do it kind of how a Ring of Honor does it, where it's like you take but so many shows, and you take a break, then you take but so many other shows, and you can do house shows and things in between to keep people up, like keep the appeal up. But having people work all them, like I don't see how WWE still hasn't learned their lesson. You constantly got people out injured. Because you were working these people literally to death. But however, before we go to our next topic, because we do need to move on to our next topic, the wrestlers sometimes because people talk about the off season stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys who like doing house shows. There are more people out there that prefer doing house shows than live TV yeah. because there's more pressure being on live TV once a week. Because you got to go by schedule, you got to go by set, you got to go by commercial time, you got to remember lines. House shows like a day off. And I can <clears> understand <throat> that in terms of WWE, yes. But if you didn't have them, like, now it's, I guess it's a little better for folks because of the draft where you're only on Raw or you're only on SmackDown unless you're John Cena. Mm-hmm. And you have, you work your one day and then you get a break however it seems to me like we've seen injuries that it's like they work in house shows and they work in the shows and then it comes back that they can't be on TV now because they got injured at a house show so it's like you you gotta have a find a middle ground here because you can't nobody's body can take that much punishment no other sport plays all year round Mm. and other sports aren't even as um because they're like, oh, well, it's fake anyway. It's not fake to the point where they're they're using their body mm. as their instrument. <clears throat> so it's like football don't play all year round. Basketball don't play all year round. Hockey don't play all year round. Soccer don't play all year round. The only sport I can think of on television that plays all year is wrestling. Everybody else gets a break at some point. They may train, you know, but... They get time to let their body rest. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't do but so much. That's why it's like, and then you expect these people to work and work and work and work into their. So you you got Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles in their forties, mm-hmm. still out here doing this because it's like, now I got if I want to be with the biggest promotion, I gotta work, but I may have a more limited contract than everybody else, but I still gotta work x amount of dates. Everybody can't be a Brock Lesnar where they show up for two days and get paid a million dollars. So it's like, if I want my money, I got to be out here and put my body on the line, despite the fact that I'm fitting to get my AARP card in a few years. And I probably should be chilling somewhere and trying not to completely break down. 
Yeah, well, that that can definitely be a, a topic for another podcast. So I do want to move on because <clears throat> we spent a lot of time on the uh, AEW thing, but I want to go on to <clears throat> last year in the Mayhem Classic. <clears throat> oh. We had because <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> we had a wrestler by the name of Priscilla Kelly that was in it. She was like a dark, rich kind of character. So, uh, recent news was mm-hmm. that at a at an event, I don't know what the event was called. Bar wrestling. Bar wrestling. Yeah, something. wasn't it in a bar? Oh God! It's bar wrestling is actually a indie yeah. indie circuit. Okay. Bar wrestling. Well, so and it's actually at a bar in yeah. different cities. There was there was an incident where she uh, allegedly oh, that took. Was an incident. Not allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't okay. allegedly. You can't say allegedly when <laughs> we seen it. You're right. Okay. <laughs> took a bloody tampon and put it in another woman's mouth. I, I just want y'all to understand as a woman. It's fucking disgusting. As a woman, I am highly, highly grossed out by this and disgusted. Like, y'all might not completely understand it's commanding well, everything that happens down there. No. But that I, is nasty, bro. Actually nasty. Whether it was fake or not, she's like, you know it's fake, so it like girl, it don't matter. Does it first of all, I don't know the schematics of it being in your body. But I damn sure the schematics of cleaning it because the woman's bathrooms and cleaning out the woman trash cans. Oh, I have seen brother that 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 don't take trash bags. That's that's a biohazard thing. That's what that is. And it's gross. And it's just like bruh. Like and it smells. Everybody's different. You can't be out here just. You don't know what's going on. And you wrestling. So you sweat. The pH balance. Oh, <coughs> that's disgusting. Now, here's the thing. Even if it was fake, it's still sweaty. I crotch. saw her. Here's the thing. I saw her defense because she was just like, "Well, it's so it was okay when when uh, Mick Foley pulled out Sacco and all of that." And I'm like, "Was that also disgusting to an extent?" Look. Yes. However, this was supposedly something that was inside of a crevice of Look. your body, ma'am. Okay. That's nasty. Number one. I'm not trying to say to defend because we have all watched wrestling over the years. Mm-hmm. Wrestling has some, done some just questionable, questionable nasty is, shit. Is a nice way to <clears throat> Seriously, they have done some questionable nasty shit. Even in the indies, they have done some questionable nasty shit. We, we, we got the chance, you sick fuck. Okay? So, <laughs> we've gotten that before. However, this is on another inhumane... Because the reason why I'm saying it is because you're dealing with bodily fluids. That is where that's why I'm disgusted. Right. So I bring this up because I know everybody's going to say it's disgusting. But her defense of you know when Mick Foley did it and bringing up Joey Ryan of all people about the dick shit he do, and it should be okay because nobody says nothing when a man does it, uh, but when a woman does it. Is a problem. I just, I it's just, a lollipop. It's not like it's. A, I just want to say. That's gross too. But it's not. It's yeah, like it's like a level me. seven. Like I wasn't even thinking about that lollipop six or thing. Se- like it's like a six or seven on a ten. But this is like. This, here's my question. This you're, my you're talking about blood versus a piece of candy. No, no. I uh, used the body for the fact uh, that he had this lollipop in his mouth. He's the one who puts the lollipop in your mouth, right? Yeah. After he he pulls it from his crotch, though. He pulls it from his crotch oh. and, and puts it in your lollipop and puts it in your but mouth. They, they want they 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 they. they <laughs> do you ever see the fans like they want it? Yeah, what well, the fans? But okay. first of all, first of all, the rest of the fans are sick. 
Yeah, okay. but also I will say <clears throat> yes, there is going to be a bias. If a man pulls something out of his crotch, they're probably not going to be as grossed out about it as a woman who pulls something out of her crotch because vagina is just a bad word here in in the United States. Sex is not it's very still very taboo here, and a woman's body is especially very taboo. However, again here it's like okay, fine. You want to say something about McFoley pulling Mr. Sacco out of his crotch? What? Even though McFoley started with the two fingers, just saying. Whatever. Uh huh. Whatever the thing was. I love that. Yeah. It's just you are already interacting with this person because y'all are in the ring sweating together. Okay. Does it smell horrible because it was in his crotch? Sure. Whatever. However, though, you so if, if the the whole gimmick of this was you pulled this out of your body. And dropped it into this girl's mouth. What purpose does that serve except for her to just be like, I'm an Earl and y'all can count me out now. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> it's not. What was you going to say? I don't. I know you might get upset with me. I'm going to stick up for Joey Ryan on this. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. He actually takes the lollipop out in the beginning before the match starts. So it's not all sweaty and creviced. He puts the lollipop in his crotch right before he walks down. Then he does it. So I'm not saying I'm not trying to cover it up, but it's still in his crotch. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I want but, you. I want you. I want you to take a lollipop next time. No, I'm not taking a lollipop. Okay, next time. okay. So he walks by you and he pulls it out. Would you be like, sure, thanks? You know, you, you, you know what? You know what's also a sick problem with you know also because this is going to sound horrible. So please forgive me. It's I don't mean this by any form or way because you know I have no nothing against women nor men or anything of that nature. If Tori Wilson did that, it's gross, but it ain't that gross. Now this is what I mean by that, because you look at Facilla Kelly, you look at Tori Wilson, because it's like you know. I think cause, <laughs> I, I, I'm look. I'm not. Cause I'm trying to make it sound like it, you know. Cause I, you know, I, cause they really gonna be on her, and, and it is gross. And I would never want to see Tori Wilson pull a tampon out of her crotch. But just seeing somebody on the level of a Tori Wilson pull something out of her crotch, that may arouse some weird ass people. But not Priscilla Kelly. I just hear the thing, and it's it, it, it's it's wrong, and I don't agree with. Cause first of all. Even Booker T threw off from a steak face, okay? So just imagine getting some... Pretty disgusting. Yeah, just imagine getting some blood put down in your mouth. And then they... And unfortunately, the way society is, you probably look over there saying by a girl that looks like that. And that's my problem with that statement. It's like, I don't give a fuck about conventional <laughs> beauty, bro. It's disgusting. It doesn't it is. matter who does it. It's nasty. I also... This is what I was going to say. I'm sick of whataboutism, Okay. Because we've seen it with other things that have been in the news and the headlines where it's like, well, we're going to talk about this right now. Oh, but what about such and such? I don't give a fuck about what such and such did. What you did was dumb. Okay. that That's that's point blank period. It's like, okay, well, y'all wouldn't be saying this if it was Mick. When y'all would say nothing was Mick Foley and Rakishi and Joey Ryan. People were disgusted by that too, sir. Madam. Sorry. Yeah. You, I mean, like. Please stop with the what about them. If I don't like what you did, own it and be like, oh well, we thought it would be it, it would be a good twist to the match. My, 
I don't give a fuck about what they did. First of all, number one, that 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 it has nothing to do with your character. Not that I know of. Exactly. Was it the finish of the match? Because it's, so. it's like it had to be. Like, nope. What else do you do after that? I don't think it was. Did she spit it out? I don't know. You know, because nobody has. I think she no. I think she she made her chew it. And that's fucking. I don't it. know. The the from what I the, the few seconds I watch, she ain't spit it out immediately. No, it was in there for a little bit. Do y'all understand? I'm gonna get real. Okay. Do you understand? There's a whole thing right now mm. where people out here like, you know what? We should use more natural products because of the shit that's in tampons and pads. That's not even safe. Yeah. Mm. That is nasty. That is that is just unethical. And I know if it wasn't real, then it wasn't real blood. So it's probably something else on it. But I still don't care, bro. It doesn't matter because it came out. Or your pussy. It probably wasn't even in her. If it was her, if it wasn't real and it wasn't really her time of the month, more than likely she had it tucked in the front of her shorts. It was still sweat and still crunch. But here's the thing. So that for that part, yeah, I'll be like, all right, well, yeah, Mick Foley and all them did the same shit. Yeah. However, what what you the illustrated implication here? Yeah, is that it came out of your vagina and you decided to put it in her mouth. Nasty. Who was she going against that let her do that? That's a good question because she had to know about this. How did what did she do to get her to agree? You know they always talk about this? the matches and stuff. Right mm-hmm. before, so I have no idea who that. But she she like look, I'll buy you a steak dinner. <laughs> Just let me don't this no steak no you you you're, you're paying for my rent for like the year. Like that, bro. Or she was just like, I'll buy you some beers at the bar after the match or something because it is at a bar. I don't know. What's uh, I don't I don't know. She you really can't. I don't know. She's been... Priscilla Kelly says she planned that viral tampon video for months. So, it's something that she's been wanting to yeah, do. So, yeah. I'm like, she had to have... She probably approached several people and could, couldn't get anybody to fucking agree. Except for this one. And this girl was like, sure, why not? And they was like, it's going to be fun. Because I know... I'm sure that there's some women out there who would see this clip and be like, that's not right. And, you know, if she wants to do that... I don't care, bro. I'm sorry. As a woman, I don't want any other woman's real or fake tampon near my face. Fuck my mouth. Yeah. Look. Mm. The girl that she was wrestling against was named Tuna. You gotta be kidding me. You said her name was Tooth? Tuna. Tuna. That's even better, bro. That does not make. Oh yeah, yeah, because she kept saying you want to taste the tuna. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh no, bitch. That's not even chicken at the sea. So she probably made seventy-five bucks that match and took a bloody tampon in her mouth. <laughs> bro, if she, if it was all of that, she is better not. Is this what real. the? Because I could just see Cornette saying, "This is what the business come to." Oh, oh Cornette, Cornette did. he oh, let yeah. he let loose, bro. He was like, "Fuck you and that dick guy." That yeah. was. <laughs> Joey Ryan patient zero like King like like um, uh, Planet of the Apes uh-huh. <laughs> patient zero because he's the reason why Indies is fucked up now oh, wow. <laughs> well, uh, he, uh, that was funny when I saw I actually laughed on the bus when I saw that <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of also things that happened to women, um, so Tony Storm had uh, deleted her Twitter mm-hmm. recently and her Instagram. Awesome things. No, don't. What? What? The, how, how did I say it? I don't know. I thought you said awesome things. It that ain't awesome. No, oh. no. Other things that happened to women. Oh. Uh, I was like, okay. All right. Tony go Tony Storm just recently deleted her Twitter and her Instagram mm-hmm. because. Unfortunately, again, some new photos of her were uh, found and have surfaced. Well, and not co- found. Someone hacked into her phone. Somebody hacked into her phone, and you know they start you know putting out there being dicks about it and trying to fuck up this young lady's career, mm-hmm. which is un- which is very unfortunate. Yeah, and she's young too. Yeah, twenty-two. Yeah, she's 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 great. Wait. She's very young, and uh, she's younger than me, I think. Yeah, she's she's twenty two. Jesus. Yeah, and you know, out here wrestling as toddlers. I hear the story, and two things come to my mind. I have a form because in the earlier days, ignorance came to my mind because I am able to admit that because I am the kind of guy that was like, look, man, I wouldn't put that shit on my phone. Because mm-hmm. I'm the kind of guy that I don't trust technology. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't care who my friends are. I don't care what the case may be. I, and me personally, you know, I'm not a selfie guy. For all those who know me, I'm not a selfie guy. <clears throat> so, when stuff like this came out years ago, having other women, you know, I was on the ignorant side. I can admit that because you you be the first person here talking about so well back in uh, no gimmicks needed wrestling podcast number five you said uh so I'm gonna say you guys know that I was very ignorant back then but now I have a problem with somebody hacking into somebody's private day. even though it's a phone and we are connected to all this you know uh the cyberspace out here and all the things in the, in the internet and things to go for there is a level of privacy a person you know uh is deserved, mm-hmm. especially with their phone. And if the person wants to take pictures of their pussy or their, you know, their naked body because they're proud of it, you know, say because hey, what is the greatest love of all? Yourself. Yourself. And if you if you love the way you look, and you know you want you, you want to take that. Hey, look. Now, me personally, am I the kind of guy about this? All right, I, I got a six pack, and I, I, I'm gonna take a picture of me and my dick out. That, that, that's not me. I mean, well, you but need, there to, talk, people you who need work. to talk to the uh, 40% of folks that be on the, the internets sending unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, I'm, someone needs to talk to them. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, okay. I'm saying, but if, if you want to take dick pics and naked pics, that's, 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 that's you. And on top of that, she's she's young. It's the privacy of her own home and phone and everything. Yeah, she yeah. said that, those pictures were meant for her boyfriend. Yeah, it's because, it, look, there, there are going to be times when you're in a relationship. They get those pictures. That is that that you're gonna hit the occasional click, you know what I'm saying? And you'll know, be all fun stuff like that. But you know that is uh, you know your privacy. Mm-hmm. However, you know it, it, it's very unfortunate that you know, there's always gonna be that one asshole out here in this world that uh, wants to you know hack the phone and personally tag WWE in this I guess it's the, you know to try. First of all, ain't nothing gonna happen to her in WWE. I'm no. like, but if it ain't nothing happened to Paige. She'd be all right. No, but she's she's pop. Uh, like, ain't nothing happening, Xavier Woods. He's Epi- a man. Uh, he's on Raw the next he's week. He's a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on SmackDown the next week. Like, well, you know, you know, like I know. Got all read it all like your boy Xavier Woods. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like I know, especially with the recent headlines and things, 
it usually comes down on the woman before it comes down on the man. You're right. So if nothing happened to Paige, yeah. I think she'll be okay. Especially when it's not like she put these out herself or and something. Tony Storm's character, she's like a positive role model. So they uh-huh. know that she's and it's not like she kept the stuff up. She took everything down so that way they won't hack into it. So she really meant for it not to go out. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it should be on the... Is anybody... Because uh, they got the NXT UK takeover Black this week. tomorrow. That's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah, or uh, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I got to watch that. She's challenging Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah, should for the be championship. a damn good matchup. I'm liking Rhea Ripley. I like her. But I, I think, you know, I, I, like I said, I have, I'm have. i glad I've come over my ignorance. Because if this is going to be... Have you seen the pictures? If only no, I haven't seen the pictures at all. If only some other folks felt the same, because I've seen several people and some of them women uh-huh. who were just like, "Well, at this point, if you didn't want it exposed, why would you have it on your phone? Why do I have it's to my phone? I do in my personal time because I already have to live my life out in public." I would like the little piece of privacy I do have to remain private. And it's just like, people are like, well, she didn't want it then. Well, I don't take no pictures. That's you. If you don't want to take pictures or do whatever you want to do at your house with your phone, with your man or uh, or woman, then good for you. But that doesn't mean other people shouldn't be able to if they don't want to. I mean, like, honestly, the whole thing is just like, I guess people have become so used to exposing their own dirt or because they everybody puts everything out for show out now mm. on social media that you don't feel like privacy um that privacy is something that you should have anymore or that you should expect anymore but that's not true mm-hmm. because if that was the case we wouldn't have laws preventing things like this you could just do whatever the fuck you wanted to do it's still her property and it's like People said the same shit and, and came for Paige and was like, that wasn't even on nobody's phone. Dumbass, what's his name? Brad Maddox. Came out went and put that out. Like, that was not a thing that was on a phone. If nobody had went and dug up that tape, nobody would have known it existed. But he decided he wanted to go and put it out for the world to see, which was like... And where is Brad Maddox at now? Exactly. And Paige and Xavier Woods still have their jobs. And you are how, sitting there looking like Al from the Temptations Mad shit. Exactly. <laughs> However, I, 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 I do understand why they changed the bells, though. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I do, understand, I do understand why they changed the bells. I'm not mad at that. Okay, now that, I'm pretty sure I was just like, yeah. And then, you know, it's like, no, we can't. This. I'm not mad at that. Sorry, yeah. I, 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 I mean, that's not something the deep clean can get rid of. So, we just get a whole new one. Not, all right. But, it's just like, let that girl be great. She didn't, she ain't doing nothing to y'all. Especially the assholes who was going and tagging her and writing all this crazy stuff and tagging WWE. I'm like, y'all, like, y'all don't have nothing better to do. Those are the virgins. Nothing better to do. Nothing mm-hmm. better to do. They hate like, their lives and themselves. Pretty much. It's 70% of them. It's Tell you, rest of the face are crazy. Uh, moving on to the news. Um, so Impact is going to make it this way to the Pursuit Channel. Who? What? Who? Said, what? Who? It's their fourth <laughs> channel in four years. I feel like maybe this should be when I go get my, my food. So this is a this is a- so Impact. Dead serious. 
is on a pursuit channel which hosts somewhere out of Alabama. Shut up. What? <laughs> really? you find out where? No, I don't know One where. What people run it? How funny. No, but. <laughs> I'm like when they was talking about all the stuff that goes on this channel, like you know, uh, oh God, what were some of the names of the? Y'all have to hear some of the names of the shows that's on this channel. That impacts going. So it's supposed to be coming on Friday. Is it like slide guitar or something? No, no. why am I can say slide guitar? Well, because man, that's what you hear. You go ahead and walk down one of them dirt roads with no is, lights. Is it the, is it the, <laughs> the True Chronicles or the Banjo Brothers or something like? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. It's gotta be. That's probably they they uh they reality show. You know every every channel got a reality show, and it's just literally two dudes. They just be on their porch. I don't know. It, it, it okay. The, the Pursuit Channel theme, like their their quote yeah. is, "We delivered outdoors." Oh Jesus! Oh my God! What in the Duck Dynasty? Main Beam Buggy. Hold on, I'm waiting for the other one. The High Road with Keith Warren. Oh, the ultimate fishing experience. Oh, on the water with Hank Parker. <laughs> the uh, ultimate fishing experience. I can't yeah. get over that. What's ultimate about it? You know, and then on top of that, Impact Wrestling. How did they even find this channel? It comes on Fridays from ten to twelve. <laughs> it's like what? every time they get a new channel, I don't know the channel. No, ten? Uh, no. Yeah, it's the crazy pop. I never yeah. heard of pop. Before. I never heard of pop. We TV. Wee TV? It used to come on Wee TV at one point. Wee TV, like the latest network? Uh, I guess so. Because Wee TV is like where they be airing the the old episode, like Real Housewives and shit there. Probably. <laughs> I, oh, I guess Wee TV won the reruns opposed to Impact Wrestling. That's sad. Ever since they left Spike TV, that's sad. Well, Spike <coughs> died, so. Well, it's Paramount Network now. Let's talk about Denzel on there. Spike, bro. I agree. Well, that, that, remember that was, that was the TV for men. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That was kind of. Cool. I was kind of mad, like, because they took Spike and they took the Style Network, so it was like those were the two. Like, the Spike was supposed to be for uh, guys, the Style was supposed to be for the women. Yeah. And I was like, they took both of them okay. and gave us Esquire. I think it was. Okay. Well, uh, well, right now we're gonna go real quick into our NXT review. So let's hit that music. All right, NXT this week is back. Uh, well, I can't say live, but this is one of the first, you know, actual episodes of the, you know, the new year. Uh, going with the theme of Raw and SmackDown. And uh, so we got a, a brand as a double main event with Bianca Belair taking on Nikki Cross and Adam Cole taking on EC3. So if anybody has seen the hype package on Raw and SmackDown for the past three weeks, mm-hmm. we know that Nikki Cross and EC3 is going to the main roster. So I kind of figured they're losing these matches. So, but it was all good though. So, uh, first up, we get Bianca Belair versus uh, Nikki Cross. Pretty decent matchup. Didn't you skip a match? Who? Who's in the beginning? Oh no, mm-hmm. not by thought. The tag team. The tag team was. It was, in the it, it was in the middle. It was the buffer. Okay, you're right. You're right. That's not uh, bad, y'all. So yeah, Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross had a pretty decent matchup. Uh, the fans are really behind Bianca Belair. And especially, so she's going to go big for that championship at Phoenix against Shayna Baszler. So I can't wait to see that matchup. That, that should be a pretty good matchup. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Because I'm already on the, on the Bianca hype train. I am. I've liked it since she came. Yeah, so I, look. My girl. I like Bianca really when I see her in them workout videos <laughs> on WWE.com. 
And then Darius is like, Yo, who is this lady? And she's sitting there tossing the weight ball back like yards and shit. I'm just like, and she's sitting there doing the pull-ups with, with the, like the chain around her neck, you know what I'm saying, pump the weight shot there. I was like, because she can. Her and Montez Ford going to have some cut-ass babies. Cut. <laughs> That baby gonna kind of turn if it want to. It's like you know. He gonna come out the womb doing the, uh, the shoulder joint, like. Yeah, nah, he gonna he gonna crip walk out the womb. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> so she beats uh, Nikki Cross. I'm I'm glad Bianca got a new finishing move. Now, Professor, did anybody see NXT this week? I yeah. did. I didn't. Okay, well, uh, she beats Nikki Cross. I forgot what. Uh, what what did she call that finishing move? What did she call that move? Damn, I forgot what she called it. What was it? Her finishing move. What what she called finishing move? Bro, I forgot. Um, cause I think he was just like it was a torture rack, and then he called it something else, but I can't mm. place it. But she's now Who still. Mauro Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's still oh, undefeated. So, uh, do y'all think she you goes? Okay. Uh, do do does she go and beat Shannon Baszler no. and take over Phoenix? No. No, I don't think. So. Uh, I'm. T- I would like to, I would like her to. Shayna Baszler is gonna win, but it's gonna be due to uh, dis- like Maria Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. Probably. Yeah, interference. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, if she could deadlift Shayna Baszler, that'd be that'd be fucking impressive. Because <laughs> Shayna Baszler got some height on her, and I'm just like, oh, she could deadlift Shayna Baszler, bro. Shayna Baszler just swole. <laughs> <laughs> she is, and so is Bianca though. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, in the middle, we we have uh. A, a, a NXT UK tag team I forgot what it, uh, the combination of people were going to get some jobbers so we thought uh, uh yeah I'm trying to find out the stuff yeah uh, the, uh, the jobbers fought back they gave him a very entertaining matchup but uh, the NXT UK team won of course in, in, in a nice buffer team uh, we got a uh, another quick episode of that sh- the, uh, the Street Profits thing oh we that's what happened in the beginning the what? thing with Johnny Gargano and Ricochet and oh that's Tomato right and that and is right we had the Johnny Gargano promo and Ricochet came out because he was talking about the North American Championship and at TakeOver Phoenix is going to be Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship for the title yes that's what I'm talking about that oh, oh so ain't do nothing to earn a title shot never mind yes. come on Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Exactly, you're right. So he do not like Gorgano at all. Gorgano sweep the fuck out of Ricochet. Y'all see that? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yo, Ricochet sold the hell out that kick. He I did, He fell like <laughs> a two-by-four. This man, yeah. like, he felt like he got a shit. Like he got a headshot. Like, sit, like <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so that should be a very entertaining matchup. So far, Tickle and Phoenix is looking pretty good. And the War Raiders against the Undisputed Era. I've seen that 52 times, but I can see it again. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that's it? That's it. Take over. Is it Roderick or is it Bobby Fish? It's Roderick and, and Kyle oh, O'Reilly. Okay, no, I seen the Bobby Fish and the uh, Bobby Fish. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Again. Yeah. <laughs> is is that at Takeover or that was that was tonight? No, no, no. That, that's that's going to be at Takeover Phoenix. Okay. Okay. So I did what the War Raiders win. How? Uh, and then of course, um, that it, it, oh, that's that, that's not to the end. Um, so yeah, the the Street Profits are coming out and. Uh, talk about they're gonna be in action next week, and it, it, 2019 is gonna be the year of the Street Profits. How Angel Douglas has his uh, never lost fam headband on, never spelled N E V A. Can I tell y'all how much he get on my good nerve? Okay, <laughs> got Montez Ford out here looking like he's straight off the page of the GQ. 
and Angelo Dawkins looking like he been sitting in somebody's high school gym waiting for the kids to let him play two on two. I'm just very upset. Okay. I, he, he got that. He got that. Hey, young boy, let me get a shot. Look. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let me get a shot. <laughs> Tired of his nonsense. He wasn't even doing anything. It don't bad. matter, man. He been there forever, forever. You gotta admit, Montez does all the work. I, Montez is the more charismatic out the two. No, in the ring, the more, in the ring, yeah. He is the charismatic one. In the I'm tag team, here. it's like when it was a uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Montez Whoa. Ford is the workhorse. Whoa, he's the workhorse. Whoa, whoa, timeout. Like we are Jordan, not, not about to put. Either Jordan or Gable on Angelo Dawkins' no, level. No, no, no. I said <coughs> no. I said Montez Ford is the workhorse of the tag team, like uh-huh. Chad Gable is. And so yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say. Now, more so now, because Angelo Dawkins is, is, is the setup. Montez comes in, and he, he's the hot tag guy right now. He, he is the hot tag guy. You mean and, you tell me that Angelo Dawkins at some point is gonna be a hot tag guy? Uh, no, he, he yeah, no, Montez Ford is the hot tag guy right I'm now. I'm saying, you mean to tell me at any point ever, when are we ever going to be excited to see Angelo Dawkins? I don't know. <laughs> Look, Angelo Dawkins only got one move that I like, and that's that Cyclone he Splash. Leave? He leaves. When he get up. Let me stop fucking with boy. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> when he did, he, he, that Cyclone Splash, he got in the corner. I do like that move. Uh, <laughs> what, look. You know, I'm just so happy that Angel Dawkins has come from the days of not doing the, the James Hart and LeBron shit no more. I was tired of that. I mean, he's still doing the, the, the stir the pot. But I'm just saying, but back when Angel Dawkins was like by himself, he used to come out there and just do the... No, he didn't. Yeah. Ask me my he line. Did he, he did the LeBron thing. What, and did the, the, the clap in the powder? Yeah, yeah, he did all that <laughs> and stirred the pot at the same time. Come on, my people. God. I'm just like, bro, can you, I was like, look, I, I need him to not stop being James Harden right there. You know what I'm saying? I need to, you know, like, uh, or, uh, it, it was just, it was just a lot going on. It, it was, it, it was That's why LeBron, they stuck James with Montez. Harden. Huh? Why are you stuck with Montez? Like, because they know damn well. He ain't going nowhere by himself. He ain't really going nowhere with, with this, but. Well, I, I think the Street Profits make it to the main roster in 2020 and then Vince be like, <sighs> anyway. And then he like, no, 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 no. Forget breaking them apart. I think Angelo don't, Dawkins don't, don't do that. Percy Watson. It goes where? He's <laughs> in it just, it just got quiet. But at least Percy, at least Percy Watson is is a commentator now. I mean, well, maybe we gotta wait for him to stop. I can't say that word. To stop acting the way he acts, and then he'll get a commentator job at some point too. But if they make it to the main roster, Montez is coming out with a totally different person, and you be like, "Who is that?" Is it's Do- the Street Profits. Is Angelo Dawkins gonna be the Jamie Noble coming out just to break some? Stop it! Stop it! You don't need this. Yeah, he's gonna do the Jamie Noble. <laughs> he probably look. You know what? They're probably gonna just break him up like they did the hype, bros. Yep. Oh well, God. Well, as of right now, they're in action next week and. They're looking to build them up because they Angelo Dawkins already kind of called out the War Raiders, which was, which was smart. But I'm saying, so I mean, I hope they do kind of make them more of a, like a legit tag team mm-hmm. this year. You know, more opposed to an entertaining act because because you know Montez Ford, that man got a he's very athletic at himself and he's huge. Like I mean, like height wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I he looks tall. Like, 
you see some guys who are skinny. I mean, like, I guess people naturally assume for some reason they're short. He looks like a large man. Uh huh. So I mean, I hope they get some more time as an actual tag team too. But but it looks like they they're trying to give Angelo Dawkins a lot of mic time because they're trying to get him to talk a little bit. Uh, I, look, I mean, that's uh, what NXT is for. <coughs> so I can't be mad, but it's kind of like Angelo Dawkins is that kid that got left there on the seventh grade twice. Twice and they though. let him. They <clears throat> let him walk with the with the eighth graders the second time because they felt bad. Like I just, I kind of feel like he's not leaving next. How long you need, bro? How long do you need? We supposed to be supporting our people. I want to, but we here for <laughs> we got the new day. Seven years. <laughs> you, you, seven. I did yeah, Angel since since it started. Twenty twelve. Like, come on, bro. My child was a toddler. He is in third grade now. And you're still in an ex. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. I just can't deal. Uh, main event time is Adam Cole taking on EC3. Uh, pretty decent match. EC3. I, I swear, they have that Pakistani referee in NXT who is about like a shade darker than EC3. And I swear it's the same guy. And you know, and, and the funny thing is, EC3 came out there. I was just like, "Oh, EC3, he's actually looking white today." Mm-mm. Until Adam Cole came out, and I was just like, "Why? Why does he do this?" Why does who? Do that? <laughs> EC3. That's all part of the thing. The tan. That's that's his gimmick. He's a. Bro, he's he's a, a Miami Beach surfer. Yeah. No, not surfer. Miami Beach, Miami Beach boy. Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Well, I, GTO yeah. man, Jim Tan and Laundry. Jim Tan and Laundry. Why well, I don't watch Jersey Shore, especially when they got this Florida Bama Shore shit going on now. I'm like, why? EC three, EC three is like like uh, GTA Vice City. Okay, you know what? That's that's accurate. A uh, pretty good matchup. Undisputed Era uh, comes out, makes a distraction to EC three. Adam Cole hits the Shining Wizard on him. I, I you know I like Adam Cole with a better finisher, but I like he does he does pull a knee bad the down. That's his, that's his fishing move. That's what, yeah. They call it something else, though. I don't but. Like that. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, comes in there and starts beating up on EC3. And then War Rays come down. And then uh, they break up the monotony. And start, you know, they start giving double team moves to Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. So, you know, uh, they, they take them out. So EC3 and uh, Nikki Cross on the, on the main roster now. What show do they go to? I didn't think Cross was smack that because that's what Sandy's at. Is um, EC3 going to roll? Are you sure? Because yeah, I ain't seen him in a while. No, I think EC3 is going to roll and Nikki Cross is going to SmackDown. Yeah. And I think Lacey Evans will end up on Raw. Oh, wait, we already saw them. They they already debuted, but they were on main event. Lacey so, Evans, yeah, she debuted on, on Raw, yeah, right? EC3 and Lacey Evans are going to Raw because they did the dark match before Raw. The dark matches. Gotcha. main event. So we know where they're going. I don't know about um, Nikki Cross. Why did Nikki Cross and Lars Sullivan go to SmackDown? Heavy Machinery can go to Raw because Raw these for tag teams. Yes. I forgot about Lars Sullivan. How? That's the only one he could shoot. But did he even have like a farewell match already? No. No, no. Yeah. Like video I, thought they, I thought he wrestled uh, Keith Lee in his farewell match. And he won. Yeah. This one's going on your back. Yeah, cool. I thought that's why I didn't know it was a square romance. Yeah, no, no, no. They trying to keep that man strong as strong as ever. So even I can't go out on her own. She just said, "I ain't gonna. T- there ain't nobody for me to be here. Take the belt." Pretty much that. I feel like that. That was the most <laughs> OG shit I've seen in a long time. She was and just like, has to prove. "All y'all trash. Take your belts. I'm going now." Like, oh, okay. Thanks. Now look where she at. 
makes sense. So, final thing on this uh, podcast today. We got an email question from our very own Swag on Zero. But you guys can email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Spelled C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N. And, of course, it's the age on topic, Mount Rushmore. So, Swag on Zero asks us, if we can create a Mount Rushmore uh, for wrestling, what will your four be and why? So, Chubbs, you said you had your list. I'd like to know, who is your four from Mount Rushmore? Wait, can I go first? Because I feel like your you guys' list... Like mm. I feel like my list, my list isn't as like well suited as yours. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I'll probably just get it out the way. Sure. All right. So uh, first, I put um San Martino because I know like he held the title for a very long time. Bruno, yes. And I know that's I know that's like a significant part of history. So I got him on there. Um, second, I put uh Taker. Um, I know. I know, like, like, like the locker room had leaders or whatever, and I know, I know, like, he was very well respected back there, even with the whole wrestlers, uh, what they call a wrestlers court. Uh huh. And yeah, and I know he was the judge back there. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I got Taker on there. Uh, third, I got uh Stone Cold. Of course. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I. I just. I mean, I got more. I mean. That crowd control him and the like between him and the Rock, uh, I feel like Stone Cold had the better crowd control. I mean, not better crowd control, but it's like people are still chanting what? Yeah, he's not even there, and they're still chanting what? Versus like nobody's really saying the Rock's catchphrases until the Rock pops up. Uh huh. So that's that was that was my little toss up between them two, and then last I got Goldberg. No, I'm joking. Um, ah, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> last I got uh. I got, oh god. I guess I will put um. I'll probably add uh, Jericho, just because like, like he adapted to like each era pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like he's still going. Like like he's still wanted. Like he's still considered one of the greats now. Like doing it now. He like he's even like 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 we see him everywhere. From Attitude Era to New Japan, like it's, it's wild, and he's doing amazing. So there we I, go. I could agree with that. That wasn't a bad one. That was a bad. One. Do you have oh, one? Okay. Go to, go to Chubs. I don't have one yet. You can go ahead. Chubs. Alright, So I agreed with two of them that Q said. Uh huh. Um, Undertaker. Oh wow. Yeah. Undertaker. You know, thirty years down the line, no matter who you talk to about wrestling, they're gonna know who Undertaker is. Yeah. And also the same thing with Stone Cold. Stone Cold, no matter what, everybody knows who he is. From your grandparents down to the little five-year-olds, everybody mm. knows who he is. Um, my third one would be Vince McMahon, you know, because he's still keeping mm. everything in line. You know, he, mm. he's changing the times from attitude, Golden Age to Attitude Era to Ruthless Aggression to man, yeah. PG. But, uh-huh. you know, but he is keeping it alive, and he's... A billionaire out of it, you know. You can't, uh huh. You know, everything that's associated with wrestling all comes down to what everybody vent- mentioned Vince in a positive or negative way, but it's still, he's still out there, yes. And number four, I might get some, you know, 
it's okay. question about this. John Cena. I thought he was going to say Hulk Hogan. I thought you were going to say Hogan. <laughs> when you said that thing, I might have like, oh, here we go. But no, go ahead. John Cena. Because he tied the record with Ric Flair, 16-time champion. Everything he's done for wrestling to movies to make a wish to winning the award for, what is it, Sports Person of the Year from uh-huh. SBs. And it's just like everybody knows who John Cena is, and he could be gone for a year and come back, and it's like it never changed. Mm-hmm. And for him to be that old and to adapt to the times from ruthless aggression and everything like that, I would choose John Cena on the Mount Rushmore over the four. Okay. I can't disagree with uh, that. Lisa, do you have what should I go? Um, I mean, I don't want to go last. I'm not probably going to be trash, but you can go ahead. Okay. I did it kind of differently. I did 80s, 90s, New Millennium. Oh, okay. You did four, four different, like, 12 yeah. people total? So, because... Say 12 uh, people total? Yeah, because... Three, three no, separate so you numbers. have one person from each era. From one person from each era? Each so like, era. Oh, I thought you meant, I thought you did it like four from the eighties, four from the nineties. That's what, what I thought. What, 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 that's what I did. I got four from the eighties. What? Four from okay, the nineties. Wait, damn! I was trying to, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but go ahead. I said no. Oh, so you did four, do three melons. Is it so, so, no? Because what I do is I got these these four melons of different eras, and I got to pick one from each era that uh, makes my ultimate one. But oh. well, I guess maybe I should go then and just, sure. just throw something in there because you about to you about to take us you know to the mountaintop. Back um, in the wrestling match back in 1996. That's exactly what's about to happen. Exactly what's about to happen. Um, I'm gonna go with Ric Flair. You gotta go with Nate. Because you I gotta go with Nate. I really don't have any. I don't feel like that needs any explanation because he's Ric Flair. You gotta go with Nate, man. I was, I was, I was hurt. We didn't go with Nate. Nobody. Now I'm about to say you gotta go with Nate. Go ahead. So I'm gonna go with Ric Flair. I'm gonna go with Macho Man. Gotta go. With Ma- that shocked me about you too, Chubbs, as being your favorite wrestler. <laughs> Only because, as a child, even before I was really into wrestling, Macho Man is one of the first figures I ever recognized. Like how kids now know who Undertaker is regardless. Macho Man was somebody who I recognized even before Ric Flair. Um, Dig it! Yes. <laughs> so, and I, he was interesting. Hey, Macho Man was in Dexter's lab. Man. He was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he he was, was. Spider-Man. Like, he was an yeah. interesting person. He was an interesting character, at least. So, I'll go with uh, Macho Man. Of course, I'm going to go with Stone Cold because he's one of my favorites. Um, and he changed the game, really. I mean, people are still out here modeling their characters and how they should be going about their careers after Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. My last one is kind of hard. I can't... I, I, since I didn't know about this question, so I didn't really put one together. Mm. Excuse me. I got to represent for the women. Okay, I'm about to say, you got a whole pause going on here. I, you know, you know, heartburn. Thank you, kid. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to represent for the women, and I'm going to say China. Next one of the world. Nobody put a woman on their Mount Rushmore. <laughs> uh-huh. And I just, because I just feel like she was, she was a game changer for women. Um, I feel like she ushered in the new era of the difference between the let's just be objects here and I'm really here to kick ass and take names mm-hmm. um, and I don't think she gets the respect she deserves now because of her 
post WWE activities. Mm-hmm. So I gotta give her some love. So that that'll be my four. That's good. That's actually a pretty good four. You shocked me, Chubbs. Look, bro, you out here talking about John Cena <laughs> <laughs> instead of. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. I, I mean, head, that's like, a, that's that's a valid point. When you, you pull over Cena, a five year old right now and you ask him, "Who do you think is the greatest wrestler of all time?" But this you is can your, ask any generation. But this is mine. Like, this who is I your think? Mouth. I know I, it's not favoritism. If okay. you ask my favorites, then that's different. I would have said Shawn Michaels, Macho Man. Oh. You know. Yeah, I didn't put Shawn Michaels on there. It would have been Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. Goldberg. And the referee who gave Goldberg the title. (laughs) 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 All right, so. Christian for selling that spear. There you go. Oh, Christian. So, like I said, I did my guy different. So, when it comes to the 80s, you got to put Nate Chubb there. Obviously. You got to put me. Gee! You know, you got to have Nate Chubb there, man. Kiss dealer, will dealer, son of a gun, the one who brought cool in the 80s, okay? Space Mountain. Exactly. Hey, bro. Oldest ride, longest line. Longest line. And they still want to ride it. It's almost out of service. You know know how many women want to ride Space Mountain to see what it's like? And you know what? I don't care if they flag my podcast or not. Holly Berry know who Ric Flair is. Just saying. Bruh, now listen. I'm not going to get into it. Mm -mm. I'm going to get into it. You know. Number two, you got for Andre Giant on there. Mm-hmm. The original attraction. Mm-hmm. The original Giant. The original, when they, like, he was such an attraction that he went, he didn't wrestle all the time. So when people see him in different promotions going around the territories back in the day, it will be something special. Especially like one of the first early men at like seven foot. Now, later in his career, I obviously was, huh? That was a big guy. Yeah. Now, of course, later in his career, you know, he, he, you know, he was sickly and, being it couldn't move much like Great Khali style. I about to say, but don't say it because I knew it was coming. But go ahead. But yes, uh, Andre Giant. Then you have to put uh, the Macho Man. Oh yeah, because that that Macho Man not only is a wrestling icon, Macho Man is a pop culture icon. Mm-hmm. Man, it it hurt. Everybody hurt when Macho Man died. Twenty eleven. Yep. They they said they were so pissed. They was like, what the fuck? Why did the car kill Macho Man? Like, like it, it was not his fault. <laughs> It wasn't that man had a heart attack. They, they were sitting there like, yo, no, there, there had to be a reason. I even heard people talk about some foul play. I'm like, bro, it's, it's okay. He had a heart attack. It's you just know, all right. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's how much Macho Man was loved. Uh, of course, all stuff they represented in the 80s. The only man that I know that could use a high school graduation song come into the ring and make it work. And that man was the one that started flamboyancy. Uh, of, course you had, of course, you had Ric Flair. But I'm talking about in the WWE or F. Because you had, you know, the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers, and of course you had Ric Flair in the AWA, in the NWA, but I'm talking about WF, Macho Man. And of course, the fourth one for the... We know. You, you have to put Hogan on there. We know. We can move, though. We can move on, though. I, I know, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure y'all know why Hogan... Hey, look. Hogan's tribute to Mean Gene was... That was it was good. It, that was dope. I enjoyed the tribute it to Mean good. Gene. It was good. I, I, I shed a tear. I had a, yeah. I had a thug tear. Yeah, it, 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 it was all good. Uh, even I like to see his sag and all drop the mic, though. But I'm just saying, but... Uh, <laughs> look, we, we, we can be pissed about Hogan for a lot of things, oh, but... I know, I, but he but was the 80s. It, it, bro, was he not? I'm just saying... Like, he was as, as 80s as much as Mr. T was. As oh, much yeah. as Larry Bird and Magic Johnson was. That, you know, that that when, when people mention the 80s, and, 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 and they have, like, costume cards and stuff like that, they think about them. Hogan is somewhere. Fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Hogan is somewhere. I mean, had TV shows and cereals. And- exactly. 
Now each of vitamins. Exactly. Say your so, prayers. But when it comes to picking one out the eighties, I pick Flair. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you got you. We go into the nineties. I got a head of heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest I ever did it. I knew it. Got, it, it one of the greatest <laughs> ever do it. You know I'm not going to dispute. Got a head of the Undertaker. Longevity, you know, on top of that, big man doing so many Because I was going to put Vader, but that's when we say biases. I had to put Undertaker over Vader. And, of course, the last, Rock and Stone Cold. Obviously. Yeah, you had to put, you had to put, you said who I forget? Yeah, you, you said you said you had four, right? Like yeah. Rock and Stone Cold. Oh, Rock and Stone Cold. Rock and Stone Cold. Okay, yeah. So just the way they just literally shaped the late nineties. They did. The, the way they shaped uh-huh. it, because if I could, because I was really on the fence, I really wanted to put Bret Hart up there because I'm a huge Bret Hart guy, uh-huh. but he ain't moved that needle like the Rock and Stone Cold did in the late nineties or in the nineties period. Him and Shawn Michaels said this, and I didn't move that needle like like they, like they did. Uh-huh. So the pick from the nineties is Stone Cold. Obviously. So from the from, from the two thousands. Are you doing two thousand and two thousand tens or just all? all I'm doing two thousand two thousand tens. Okay. Because it, it goes for, for my four. Okay. And in the two thousands, I have to agree. Which you gotta go with Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena has moved a lot in this business. He has found a way to keep his name relevant. And do like I said, he do this better part time than these people do out here do it full time. Number two, you got to put Brock in there because I don't think people really realize how good and talented Brock Lesnar is. Or how long he's been around? Yes, Brock Lesnar is Brock. Brock, yes, Brock Lesnar. Okay, okay. See, the thing is, he doesn't have to do it. So why does he want... Like, he doesn't exactly. have to do all that stuff. Like, when he leaped over Goldberg, like, he still has it. Oh, yeah. He's I, just like, why should I do it if I'm getting paid to do the minimum? Exactly. Holy. But on top of that, he's older. Yeah. Like, Brock ain't going for no shoes, start pressing no more. Brock ain't going for no, like, no Brock locks no more. Brock ain't go, diving over the ropes. power bombs Brock and nothing locks. like that. Yeah, he's not, he not doing that no more. So I can understand Brock Lesnar be like, look, I'm going to just, you know, do, do it like this, take you to Suplex City, bitch, and call it a day. But if I want to go against people and he's like, doing and he's doing UFC on the side, like yeah, he is. Uh, n- number three, Randy. no Kurt Angle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, ain't Randy. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Randy. It's it's Kurt Angle, the first ever Olymp- well, Olympic gold medalist because Mark Henry was the first Olympian. Because well, he was Mark silver. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, but Kurt won the gold and came in and picked up wrestling phenomenally. And the amount of great matches he had to be able to go from there to TNA and come back. I mean, now, now back, you know, what Craig. What's your face? I'm fucking with you. I'm now, fucking with you. Now, are you going with Olympic gold wrestler or the wrestling machine? Because he, he was great both. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm, I'm going to go with the Olympic, the Olympic gold medalist because the wrestling machine is how he got hurt the most. He kept doing dumb shit. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Olympic gold medalist. And then uh, I, had, I had my fourth. I didn't have it right now. I had my fourth. Who was it? Uh, in the, uh, Cena, Brock, Kurt. Oh. Y'all not going to agree with me on this one. Oh, shit. But the oh, man, my God. But the man did what he had to do oh, to get to where he was at. I'm scared now. You got to put Triple H on that list. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, all I'm I thought you were about to say, say like, like JBL or, or something. Some I thought you were about to say like Festus or something like that. I got, because even though that Reign of Terror, that Reign of Terror was ass. It really was. But Triple H, for somebody who got shitted on all in the 90s, mm-hmm. 
and shitted on in the late nineties, reinvented himself and made himself one he made a smart business move and married the Boston daughter. Yeah, and became one of the most hated <laughs> heels of all time. Towards quiet and came back and see that's one of the first quad injuries that people came back from. And uh you know, reinvented himself and everything and the whole evolutionary Triple H deserves to, you know, to be on that. Yeah. He's a, that's my 2000 mile rush more. He made 205 live great. Yeah, like seriously. And you can't even say it again because it never was great. So, uh, but then I, out, of, out of the 2000s, I picked Cena. So we had Flair, Austin, and Cena. So we got two. Yeah. So the, tw- the 2010s, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard. I'm curious now. I but, am too. But, uh, there are some people out there that did that, that, that you got to give you know thanks to. Number one is AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. You got to put the phenomenal AJ Styles on there. Even for something he was doing back in, in uh, TNA, but still to be doing this at this age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all the stuff that he, he he's done. AJ Styles is definitely a one that goes up on there. One that he probably, yeah that they probably would think that would go up there is CM Punk. Mm. Little stint, but I will, no, but see, I can't call. I call even though he left in like 2014. That stint from 2010 and the way he reinvented himself, because everything CM Punk did, he proved that he can do. And that whole thing with Jeff Hardy and the whole you know straight edge versus you know drug thing, like CM Punk was good at what he did. Is he a brat a lot of times? Absolutely, I can say that. But I do think that CM Punk uh, did well for himself and he actually brought what they want to call that shoot realism more into uh, wrestling after Paul uh-huh. Heyman did it so I will give CM Punk the nod there uh, I have to give the nod to Daniel Bryan okay. in the 2010s yeah. in the 2010s uh-huh. uh, the American Dragon was great but in all the shit that he came through with you know with the Miz and everything that it's like oh okay I got it but uh I like the way Dan Bryan, especially with that whole Yes Movement thing, how, because I, I thought Dan Bryan had no personality back in the day. But uh, him had personality now, I thought that was uh, pretty good. So we got CM Punk, AJ Styles, Dan Bryan. <coughs> and my fourth one, to go for a tour, it's not Roman. I, I don't, I can't put Seth up there. I can't put Seth is up it, there. Is it Randy Orton? As much as I would be, it can't be Randy Orton. I would put Randy Orton in the 2000s. I wouldn't put him in the 2010s. Uh, for my fourth one for the 2010s, because I'm, I'm juggling between um, a couple people here. I would. Uh, never mind. I was about to take another guess. Never mind. No, no, no go ahead. Well, well I, I don't know if it's a man or a woman because I was, I was leaning towards Beth Phoenix, but. I would love to put Beth Phoenix on there, but I know I can't. <laughs> I, I I just I just know. I I'm saying here like he's not gonna. I was like I know he ain't gonna say like like no no Ronda or none of the new age women, but I'm like Beth Phoenix could. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Beth Phoenix is is my lady, but you know you know because because I didn't want. I'll be honest with you. I'm being biased because I, I didn't want to put Roman up there. I really didn't. But when it comes to 2010s, when we're at we're at an era where it's hard to make stars anymore. If y'all can think of anyone else from the 2010s, here's, no. Here's my thing with that point: is it? It's hard to. It's not hard to make. You're making a star, sure. 
because if you manufacture this person, you're, you're going to do everything you can to make sure so they're successful. You're right. To make yourself a star is hard. You're, you're right. We don't have no stone coals and rocks and all that. We don't have people who who have an electrified personality, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, enough to make themselves a star like they per se did. Mm-hmm. Like the, any of the Attitude Era stars did because a lot of them was in their character. I don't think we have a whole lot of that anymore because they don't have as much freedom, one. And because so many people really don't have the personality. Yeah. If Roman... I feel like... It, and that's it, honestly no shade to him uh-huh. because he has made strides um, because he does have fans like nobody likes him. Um, if Roman's rise was a little more organic, then mm-hmm. maybe I could see it. Yeah. For what he's done overall, being a leader, you know, still maintaining despite the fact that everybody does like a lot of people do hate. So him. is it okay to put the shield as a whole one? No. no, gotta pick one. No, because I'm about because to say I feel like they all had qualities that the others may have lacked, so they made a good unit. But you can't count them all. As. Yeah, that's good. I gotta go to one. I went to first, and that's Roman. There, okay. I'm sitting. I'm sitting there because I'm like the the shield really dominated the 2010s, mm-hmm. and the, because everybody else I'm thinking of, they brought back this is this is the era we start bringing back older stars mm-hmm. because you know they weren't building any new ones. Uh-huh. But it doesn't. It it, it it all doesn't matter because from from that Mount Rushmore of the 2010s, I'm picking AJ Styles. So that's my uh-huh. Mount, that's my Mount Rushmore. I'll break it down like that: Flair, Austin, Cena, Styles. Doing that from era to era. Okay. That's all the, right. So it's the easiest way I can do it, but being fair, because me personally, like I said, I'll, I'll be biased like you. It'd be like Vader, Goldberg. Stuff like that. Yeah. No, people are like, okay, I know. Yeah, and, and Flair. But Flair will always be on my Mount Flair Rushmore. Always. Flair will always be on my Mount Rushmore. But, guys, that that is it for this episode of No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, episode 91. I hope you guys stayed to the end. Thank you very much for joining us as we're doing the countdown to episode 100. I still don't know what the big episode is going to be at that time. I feel like I got to see when, when the day of when the episode is going to be. But I can't wait for that. Make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly. Uh, that is production we are part of. Check out both sides and Lulu and Pop, along with our uh, content on there as well. The Nerdgaster Talk Podcast, the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues. Guys, you can find us all on all the podcast apps Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Speaker. No SoundCloud. Don't check, find us on SoundCloud anymore. We're not on there. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Listen to you guys. Thank you guys for joining us. Chubbs, thank you for coming back. No problem. I'll, I'll be here for 100. Okay. Be here for 100. I'm about to say, it's, it's been a while, man. It's been, like I said. Working, man. Like episodes. Man, you don't even want to be able to part of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Bro, you just in the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, we, we, we will end it right here. So once again, <clears throat> this is NC and a place to be. Chubbs, I'm staying day. My co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Photo Rookie. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, my wife, uh, the greatest catch lady sketch. Oh, excuse me, sorry, y'all. Uh, it's been real. And uh, the overweight love in the house, Chubs. Oh, Until God. next time, America. <laughs> Bro, I think America is been waiting for next time. <laughs> America, right now, wait for next paycheck. <laughs> okay. And Q Flow, take us out. Bring in nerd.
orgasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's NC Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.